You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Shut up and sit down. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Can you tell me a little bit? Let's bring on the host, Sam. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Sam, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs, and you are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture, and I am live from Las Vegas at Show Creators Studio, minutes away from the famous Las Vegas Strip. And today, we are going to have a great show, because we always have a great show. So if you're listening in for the first time, uh, you can connect with us in many, many ways through social media, and there's a we're everywhere, basically. <laughs> and this is how you're going to connect with us. Our main website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. That's the hub of everything that happens with the show. We're also on Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Either look for Vegas Rock Dog or Vegas Rock Dog Radio. You'll find us. You'll see me. You'll follow me, hopefully, and we'll become friends on social media because that's what I do. <laughs> I tend to become very good friends with the people I connect with online. Now, if you didn't know this, we have a clothing company and we've had it for 10 years and it's called Vegas Rock Dog and the website is VegasRockDog.com and that's where you can pick up rock and roll clothing for you and your pet and we also have a ton of great accessories. We've been, I say, been around for 10 years so uh, hop on over there and uh, or like we, we like to say, grab your leash and walk on over there and see what we've got going on. Now we do have a blog and the blog is called TheRockAndRollDog.com and this is where um, I'll write reviews on products, make sure that they're a really, really honest review because I want to be of service to my readers and my listeners so that it makes it easier for them to actually buy products because there are a lot of products out there and we all tend to assume, well, I no longer assume, <laughs> we tend to assume that anyone that creates a pet product would make a safe pet product or a really effective one. It's not always the case. So that's why it's important to read reviews because they do tell you the truth. That's the rockandrolldog.com. Uh, it's not just reviews. I do giveaways as well and uh, post lots of great pictures and great stories and they also tell you who's coming on the show and who uh, who's up on the archives after the show so if you miss a live episode not a problem because there are many ways in which you can listen to the shows again and one of those places is on iTunes and uh, we just have an RSS feed there you can subscribe to that and as soon as a new episode pops up boom there it is in your iTunes now aside from the shows I have what I call like the mini micro Vegas Rock Dog Radio Show, which is the pet tip of the day. And it's a quick 30-second useful piece of information. It's either to help you save money or something you didn't know about pet health or a great product or a great tip, for example. In fact, I'm going to tell you what my tip of the week is today. And that is when giving your pet a bath, place a bath towel or a yoga mat in the bottom of the bath. This stops your pet from slipping around and it also protects your bathtub from scratches. And uh, all those tips, they're very helpful. They help us out tremendously. Um, Another one I've been pushing this week 
Um, it, and it's a, it's, it's a message that needs to get out to everyone that has a pet. And that is that snack bags, you know, potato chip or crisps, if you're listening from England or Australia, um, pretzel bags, anything that a snack would come in and your pet can get their head inside of it. Guess what? They can suffocate and die in minutes. So it's really, oh, thank you. I have to say thank you to Amanda here at your creative studio. She just bought me a lovely coffee. <laughs> It's, oh, I feel like a queen. I feel really feel like a queen today. Thank you. <laughs> so the message is, if you, if you, well, especially if you've got kids, you definitely are buying snacks um, and any bag that your pet can get their head into, or if you have one of those dogs that love to jump into the trash, into the rubbish bin and have a good forage around there, it is literally minutes until they suffocate. Uh, I've spoke to a lot of people this week who this has happened to. They're the most tragic stories, and, and I think the most tragic part of it is they didn't know it was dangerous, and then to find out it was preventable is really, really terrible to have to deal with. So take a pair of scissors, chop them up into tiny pieces, never leave them laying around on, on tables, on countertops, in your purse or in your bag, because you're, you would deeply regret that. Uh, it's just been, it's been very difficult this week to, to hear those stories. Some people, one lady in particular, did say to me, I, I can only just talk about it now, and it was a few years ago. Um, it just, she just could not come to terms with it, and she took full responsibility and said, I was asleep on my couch, and my dog got into a snack bag, I think it was a potato chip bag, stuck on its head, couldn't get it off, and died near me and woke up to her, her um, dead dog. So that's uh, this is why I like to put these tips out. They're so important. They're very short, but they are very, very powerful and very, very helpful to you. And um, that particular PSA is on the rock and roll dog. I put that up last night. So one of the best things you can do is share that with your family and friends to make sure that they do not end up in that situation. A little bit in the news today. We've actually got a great guest coming up too. You're going to really enjoy what this guest is going to tell you about their foundation. And I'm going to tell you about them shortly, but I wanted to cover a little bit of news. And uh, that is e-cigarettes may be fatal to pets. I picked up this news piece from Steve Dale, who uh, he also has a radio show and uh, very active on social media, puts out some great information. Well, we've all seen those e-cigarette explosions, haven't we, in people's pockets. So we know they're not great, great for humans, but they certainly may be fatal to pets and, uh, and have been. Uh, devastated dog owner, owners from Red Ruth in the UK are warning others about the dangers of nicotine poisoning after their puppy, Ivy, died from eating deadly e-cigarette fluid. I mean, that's another thing you've got to be careful of. Uh, Keith Sutton and Kim Williams were horrified to be told their beloved Staffordshire Bull Terrier, uh, a rescue dog, and it was a little puppy, died after ingesting a small amount of e-cigarette liquid. Uh, this is believed to be the first case of a canine death from e-cigarette fluid poisoning in the UK. And the 56-year-old coach driver said a, a warning really needs to go out that they are lethal. So this is this is on the level of chip bags, uh, snack bags. And according to a story in West Britain, he added uh, that the dog would have had a better chance if she had bitten into a bottle of bleach. So this tells you how deadly this is. And if this is what a small amount uh, does to a dog, then what would it do to a child as well? So that's something we've got to really be careful of. E-cigarettes work by vaporizing e-liquid, a solution of nicotine, 
flavoring and di- dilute this is dilutants but i think it's dilutants to stim- uh, to sim- uh, simulate the feeling of smoking a tobacco cigarette the couple who were not in the room at the time of the incident believed their container of chocolate flavored e-cigarette fluid was knocked off their dining room table while ivy and their other dog archie were playing and uh, chocolate flavor didn't likely add to the danger except it made sampling the cigarette even more enticing to their dog and apparently the dog only ingested a very small amount of the liquid and very quickly became ill and succumbed despite speedy veterinary intervention. So I think that that also comes to, you know, when you come in with your purse and your bag from work, where do you put your bag? Because we all carry tons of things in our purses, in our handbags, and it can be anything, well, right there, e-cigarettes, super dangerous, chocolate, really dangerous, uh, sugar-free mints and chewing gum, deadly, xylitols in them, it will kill them. Uh, they can chew a uh, mirror compact and cut themselves. Y- you name it. There's so many things inside your bag that could be deadly or at least very, very dangerous to your pets that you have to have some kind of a, what we call in our house, protocol. <laughs> we have protocols for everything just to make sure our dogs are safe. Uh, for example, when we come in through the garage, the garage door has to touch the ground before we even open the door into the house. I'm not risking anybody trying to you know, do a dash out of the, out of the door and under the garage door while it's closing and uh yeah you should adopt the same kind of thing when it comes to your purses because we do carry so many things Uh, i do have a blog post in the works for that i did ask i love to poll my friends oh my gosh i love to poll my friends because they'll tell you honestly uh, their opinions and so i did a poll of tell me right now what's in your purse there were some random things some very (laughs) random things um i have some unusual friends um but um most of them very dangerous to your pets so uh, so that's something that we need to, that'll be the next PSA we put out there, e-cigarettes, uh, to make sure you don't leave them around for your pets to get hold of. And uh, when these situations can be prevented, it makes it all the worse for the, the people who lost their pets. Okay, well, so that's my news. So uh, so we've got, we've got pet tips already done. We've got the news already done. We told you where you can find us on the internet, and I think it's about time now. I actually brought my guest onto the show. And this is how I'm going to kind of segue into this, which is unplanned emergencies can pop up at any given moment with you and your pets. And if you haven't been in a position financially to put a plan in place, what do you do? This is only a small part of what this great organization does. My guest today is Cynthia Bullock. She's the founder and executive director of Harley's Hope Foundation. And today we are going to chat about the beginnings of the foundation, how it how it started and how there is safety net for pet parents who find themselves in what can be uh, a situation where they feel that they have no options. And a big part of that is is sharing the information so people know there are options. So this is why I wanted to bring Cynthia on the show. So let's see if technology worked. Is Cynthia there on our Skype call? Hi, Sam. Thanks oh, for having me on. That's, you know, I always can take a, a deep, you know, breath <laughs> once we're connected. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Cynthia. How has your week been? Um, oh, it's been busy. We've had an awful lot of cases and more applications pending. So business as usual. So, so it's just, it's, it's like laundry. It just, it's always there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> you have to just keep, keep doing the laundry. Um First of all, I think the first thing off the bat first is is to let people know what the name of your what your website is and where they can find you with social media because people are going to want to know this right now and at the very end as well. So we may as well get it in as many times as possible. So what is your website? Our website is harleys-hopefoundation.org. 
And we are active on social media. We're up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Nice. So for Facebook and Twitter, it's just Harley's Hope, F-D-T-N. And for Instagram and uh, Tumblr, it's just Harley's Hope. Fantastic. I'm glad that you're on as many platforms as possible because not everybody's on the same platforms. Um, I've often had, had people ask me, why are you on so many platforms? And I said, well, not, not everybody on Instagram is on Facebook. Right. Uh, you know, and I think particularly with um, certain, you know, charities or businesses that, you know, sometimes a visual platform is far more effective than some of the other platforms. I mean, Instagram is fantastic if you do anything with pets. I mean, absolutely brilliant because people love to see animals they really love to see animals so I, i'm glad that you're across the board there um but it's a lot of work isn't it cynthia <laughs> well as you mentioned before it is ongoing there's tremendous need throughout the country yeah. and our veterinary program just went national last year oh gosh. so we're having to ramp up very quickly in order to respond to those increased applications i, I can only imagine now of course your foundation is called harley's hope foundation so tell my listeners who is harley well harley was one of my rescue dogs we had fostered her and were foster failures and ended up adopting <laughs> and Eight years into the relationship, she was diagnosed with a particularly bad form of canine cancer. Oh, goodness. And scrambled to figure out what to do and what resources were available and did take her through treatment, but lost her three months later. And it was really that experience that led to the creation of Harley's Hope Foundation. So I have a question for you. How, how much money did you spend, you know, to, to try and get Harley back on track, you know, with her health? Um and obviously, you know, trying to um, increase the length of her life because you wanted her around forever. How much money were you spending there? Uh, we spent about $4,000 over the course of three months for treatment with a veterinary oncologist. Yeah. And initially, she was given five days and we had her for three additional months. Wow, that's, a, that's quite a long time compared to five days, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. So it's, I, and I'm sure at that point, you were just thankful for every minute that you had had with Harley but it's you're kind of thankful and then at the same time you just know this in the back of your head you know what could be what could happen which is very difficult isn't it well you know I think from the beginning we knew what was inevitable because there are limited options to treat canine cancer yeah so we were very grateful for the time we had but we also were committed to letting her go when it became apparent that she was suffering Uh, Yeah. You know, I think most people know. They just know. And if you love your animals enough and it's the worst decision you have to make. And often if you're a single person, you're the only person that can make that decision. And no one to lean makes it so difficult. But you have to know, don't you? You can't. God, as much as we love them, you can't let them suffer. And uh, that's certainly a difficult position to be in. You know, it is a difficult situation regardless of how old they are or how sick they are. It's yeah. still very difficult. We tend to second guess ourselves, but it's also the ultimate act of compassion and yeah. love that you can yeah. show to an animal that's suffering. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, on the rare occasion, I'll see someone who is the dog suffering or the cat and they just that it's going too far. It's going and you're like, you know, your pet is suffering. 
how you can't you know you can't let this continue i know it's painful but as you said compassion is is really it's the best act of compassion that you can do is to say you know more you get to be in peace um because cancer i, I mean i hate the fact i mean years ago we never heard so much about cancer it's it's happening all the time isn't it cynthia it's horrible it is, and I had a discussion with a veterinarian just the other day and you know, what is causing the increase in cancer, and part of it is improved diagnostics and just greater awareness on the human's part of the symptoms their animals are showing, but yeah. they also felt yeah. environment and nutrition has yeah. a lot to do oh with Oh, my gosh. Do you, um, do you follow Rodney uh, Habib? Um, he, he. Oh, my gosh. He's the nutrition guy. And he has a fantastic way of of putting the information out in a way that's fearless. He he works alongside um, Dr. Karen Becker, who I love, holistic vet too. I, I reference a lot of her her work and the nutrition. He talked about it this week, and he said, you know, you know, it's, now it seems to be it's not a matter of you know if my pet gets cancer, it's or when your pet's going to get cancer. And so he's very big on this nutrition. And uh, what I will do, Cynthia, I'll make sure I send you a link for him because I think you will you will enjoy what he puts out there. In a, and I mean, when you're going up against some big, big, powerful pet food companies <laughs> with out of fear, you know, I, I love that. I mean, I am that kind of person anyway, but I'm going to speak up. But, you know, you said it's it's now about better diagnostics. It's about better knowledge, which we didn't have. Like, so if you look back 20 years ago... It, 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 we just didn't have that so we just have learned, have learned so much more now but like you say now people are starting to see those signs and starting to pick on upon them and we've got people like like myself on bloggers and veterinarians who blog who put the information out saying here are the top 10 signs of a cancer you know in your pets so I, it, people are becoming more aware terrifying though absolutely terrifying to to come across that and then have to deal with it and this kind of rolls right into some of the things that you do because um, you know, I'd be the same as you, Cynthia. I'm paying for whatever they need. I don't care how much it costs. I'll remortgage my house. I'll go right. with it. I don't care. But some people are not in that position. And so what, what I read was that you're the very first nonprofit to offer an assistance uh, program for medical service and assistance dogs that does not restrict funding based on geographic location, diagnosis, or type of services that you can provide um, for these pet parents and their, their animals. You have a lot of services, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but I really want to talk about you know, the kind of people that you're having to deal with when they get, say, a diagnosis of a pet with cancer and it's their service dog and they don't have the money, what do, we do, what do they do? And so I want to you know, explain to the listeners how you fit into that solution right, as a solution. Sure. Well, as you mentioned, oftentimes people who rely on a medical service animal are unable to work, have very limited income. They rely on this animal for their quality of life, and now their animal is sick. And so we started this program because even though people are close to their pets and we honor that bond, when you rely on a service animal, it's an even tighter bond. Yeah. And yeah. We don't want to see these service animals suffer because their person cannot afford care. We don't want to see the person have to euthanize as their only option. I know. So we do have this program where if you have a service animal, you can go to our website. You can find all the information there as well as the application. You can apply to us. And if funding is available, we will step right in, respond to you very quickly, and, and try and get that animal in for 
treatment right away. That's incredible. I mean, it's very easy. I've done it myself. It's very easy to judge someone who you feel has not gone to the nth degree for their pets, forgetting that myself, we're in a very fortunate situation and we can pay for that. Um, but I think many of us have done that. And, um, you know, how many times have we heard people say, I would just put the bill on my, for my dog's surgery on my credit card. What's wrong with you? Or you don't love your pet enough, you know, to not pay for that surgery. That's ridiculous. But when you step out of your own situation, because everybody's not, not in that same situation, it's got to be a, a, such a terrible place to be in. And this is where you're the, you're the safety net, net, like you said, based on, of course, if you've got the funds available to actually help um, these people with their pets, particularly their service, service animals. I mean, it's life or death for a lot of those people with those service animals, and I don't think people fully realize the impact of that. We all know how much we love our animals, but... Yeah, does, you, does your animal, you know, make the difference between whether you get out of the house or not on a certain day? So I, I see definitely why why people would be so interested in Harley's Hope Foundation. Well, I tell you what, hang on line, Cynthia, because we do need to run some commercials from our sponsors who make the show happen. Yeah. Otherwise, the show won't happen. <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> so just hang on in there. We're going to run a couple of commercials and we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And we'll, 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 we'll be right back. <laughs> I promise Vegas you. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. Advocate Gina Brick says, The opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host. I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. And just before the break, if you're just listening in right now, I'm talking to Cynthia Bullock of uh, Harley's Hope Foundation. You're located in Colorado. Is that correct, Cynthia? Yes, we're just outside of Colorado Springs. Fantastic. You know, it was a long time since Jim and I, that's my husband, were in Colorado. We went to, where did we go to? Estes Park with our dogs. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, they went nuts. They went absolutely <laughs> crazy nuts when we went there. My friend got married in the Stanley Hotel, you know, the uh, Shining Hotel. Yes. And oh. you know what? What a beautiful area of the country. We were just so impressed. Um, how's your weather right now? Because we, we've got rain, which is very strange at this time of year. But uh, how's your weather right now? 
Well, it's overcast and they're calling for rain, but since we had a major snowstorm about a week ago, I'll take the rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, definitely. Uh, so if you're just listening in, we're talking to Cynthia Bullock of um, Holly's Hope Foundation. And uh, they're a safety net in particular for people who have service animals who find themselves in, in a financial dilemma by something, you know, as, as, as terrible as a diagnosis of cancer of their pet. And uh, I, isn't it, it, it's so difficult to even think that people choose euthanasia as, an, as their only option. Isn't that the saddest thing? Well, it is. And that's why we started these programs is we don't want people to have to choose a permanent solution like euthanasia or giving up their animal for something that is imminently treatable. Now, cancer is a little bit trickier, but we deal with everything from broken limbs to trauma to bladder stones. And most of those conditions, they can survive if they can get the treatment. Yeah. And and I think it's a, a lot of this is about people knowing that there is treatment. I mean, there were years ago, people would say, you're going to give your dog a surgery? That's ridiculous. You know, you're going to spend money on a cancer treatment? Or like me, you, or your dogs get chiropractic treatment? Yeah, <laughs> they <Yes>. do. I'm, <laughs> I'm still branded a little bit kooky, but I'm like, yeah, they do. And they get golden paste, turmeric paste, and they get coconut oil, and they get a detox on Sunday where we do the probiotic thing. I mean, they still eat on a Sunday, but that's the day that we make sure that they get probiotics. And <laughs> it's, uh, say, years ago, people would have, well, it would have been like, they've told lost it um but a big part of this is sharing the information that one there's treatment out there and two that harley's hope foundation is out there how uh, many applications would you say you get say on a weekly or monthly basis oh gosh right now we're taking applications and so we get multiple applications or oh i think we lost cynthia there did we lose a connection it's overwhelming oh. at times. <laughs> um, well, I know. I mean, I'm on the board of um, of a charitable uh, organization um, here in Las Vegas. And uh, I'm saying I'm on the board. Sometimes board members don't do a lot. But trust me, it's just me and the founder. <laughs> Essentially. Doing, doing everything. So I know. I know <laughs> what your life is like, most definitely. Um, what we do is it's called Rocking for Rescues. And we raise money for rescues. Uh, to take financial pressure off the actual animal rescues because we're very good at fundraising and we're very good at putting on an excellent event. Uh, but I know exactly what your life's like. Seven days a week, it never ends. It's like laundry. It's always going to be there. And now you said you've you've now expanded this now to the entire country. Is that correct? That's correct. We started out as Southern Colorado, then we rapidly spread to statewide. And as of last year, the veterinary assistance is coast to coast. And we have taken uh, cases probably about 25 states so far and growing. Oh, my goodness. Well, and the more we share and the more <laughs> the more you come on radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to get busier, but I'm so glad you have this foundation. Um, how sh- how long after um, Harley passed away did you have this idea? Was it something that came straight away? Like, I have to do something with the- how I'm feeling, or did it take you a while, or did you have a little idea of what you wanted to do? How quickly did that happen after um, Harley um, went to the Rainbow Bridge? Actually, the day that my husband brought her ashes home, he made the mistake of saying to me, you need to get back in to working with animals because I was in animal rescue for many, many years. Yeah. And at that point, it was just a matter of days before I was putting together the organization and filing with the government. What a great thing to do in memory of Harley. 
I mean, I mean, this this will live forever. Which, which, yeah, which I I love. How many people are in your organization? Are you a one? Are you a one man band? (laughs) Uh, I'm a one man band as far as running it full time. I do have a wonderful group of volunteers and an active board of directors. And my husband is my number one volunteer. So, Uh, well, it's kind of like the default position for them, isn't it? Exactly. He has no choice. Exactly. Anyone else that does what we do are all laughing because their husbands are subjected to it also. You're like, I don't need to get a volunteer, have you? You're going to help me. (laughs) And so I think what we should do is, um, as I say, you you started this pretty much straight away. Had to feel good that I'm doing something in the memory of this amazing dog that we had that we get to um, pay it forward to to uh, um, other uh, pet parents and their their animals so that they don't find themselves without any options or thinking they have no options. Uh, what kind of unexpected emergency situations are these people finding themselves in? Cancer we talked about is one of them. Uh, what else are you dealing with when people reach out? You know, we see a lot of applications for orthopedic surgeries like mm. torn ACL luxating patellas it's not that they're life-threatening but it's that they are costly and uh, so we see a lot of that we also see a lot of animals with foreign bodies so whether they've swallowed a tennis ball or somebody's underwear we do get those uh, emergency trauma calls and bladder stones is on the rise Oh. Uh, oh just a wide variety of different requests i think we've seen them all in the last five and a half years gosh and I'm sure there'll be more bizarre situations like the swallowing the underwear. Yes. <laughs> it's, oh. We laugh about it now, but at the time it was life-threatening. Terrifying, so. isn't it? It's absolutely terrifying when you they've eaten well. What did, what did Mr. Twix do that time, Jim? I'm talking about my little desert dog. What did he do that time when I said... Was it a stri- uh, shoelace? What was it he had that he ate? Oh, it was some kind of a string thing. So I said, where did that string go? And he said, he said, he said oh, and I think it's on the floor. And I said, no. And I, oh my gosh, he swallowed it. Took all the vet. It, oh, it might have been a piece of ribbon, yeah. And it freaked me out, so I called the vet, and we had to induce vomiting. I didn't care if he vomited on the bed. He could have vomited anywhere, as long as that thing came up, and sure enough, <laughs> it came up. And it was I was like, oh, hallelujah. But yeah, when he started like, heaving, I'm like, this is the best thing, but it's quite a panic when they do swallow. And tennis balls is quite a popular one, isn't it? You have a, a big dog that's... Well, sw- it, is, it is big dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I... I um, I know of a situation when we're in one of the dog parks and, you know, so I think it was golden retriever playing with the ball, balls disappeared. Oh, no, it's lodged in its throat. And unfortunately, the dog passed away right there in the park, which is really tragic and really, really sad. But yeah, I bet you, I bet that list, you'll be able to write a book of all the crazy things that, you know, <laughs> that's happened. But at the time when they happen, it's absolutely terrifying. Um, you do have a variety of programs and You've got your pet assistance fund, you've got your service animal aid fund, your special services project, your short-term foster care, which I thought was great, and then your your pet first aid and CPR training. Love that. Tell me about your short-term foster care. What kind of people are reaching out who need that service? You know, we've seen a wide variety, and, and this is a, a service that is needed everywhere around the country. We worked with uh, a lot of the elderly folks who have to go into the hospital because they're ill or injured and they need to be hospitalized for a longer period of time. 
they may not have family members and they can't afford to board their animal. So yeah. that's yeah. what we provide. But we've also worked with victims of domestic violence who needed to go into a safe home and did not want to leave their animals <gasps> behind. Yes. Yeah. As well as individuals who are temporarily homeless. They may be staying with friends who are allergic or yeah. they have yeah. to go into a homeless shelter and their animals are not allowed. You know, it's we here in Vegas, we have... We had, I think, the very first domestic abuse women's shelter that now accept pets because that was a big part of people not wanting to come and leave their abusers is they weren't going to leave their pets behind because they know what would happen to their pets. So they never got out of the situation. So you offering this short-term foster care in particular for that is so valuable because this is how they restart their lives. Right. Yeah, and and people will not leave their pets behind. They just will not leave them behind. So I I love that you do that. Now you say short term. How what what's the what's the length of that when you offer that? You know, it varies. One of the domestic violence cases, we had her two dogs for five and a half months. Um, we have some kitties out here in the office who've been with us for several months because their elderly mom is homeless and looking for affordable housing, which is hard to come by. Yeah. But we've yeah. also had animals as short as a week or two. So it just depends on the case. On the situation. It's, uh, gosh, I mean, these services are so valuable. You do the pet first aid, totally something that everybody should go through, and the CPR training. Uh, what do you charge for that? Because I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is probably one of the ways that you raise funds as well. Well, we charge $55, which is a little bit less than if you go through the Red Cross, but we do use their program. Right. And we lowered it because we want to encourage more pet parents to come for the training. But we also offer the training at no cost to uh, first responders and animal welfare. So we've had wildfires out here in Colorado. And yeah. We want to train some of those volunteers that are going to show up and take care of animals in those emergency situations. So. It's a little bit of both for the the pet parent as well as for the people who are in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, look at Canada. Oh gosh, can you believe oh, that? It's oh, what, what I forgot the name of the airlines. So they said, no, 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 bring your pets. We're putting them on the plane. We're getting you out of here. And there are people that have literally gone back, haven't they? Volunteers and just smashed windows of properties to make sure there are no pets inside. I did hear that a lot of people did leave their pets behind. Um, you're definitely in a different situation. You say you've got horses. That's going to be a whole different. Um, nightmare isn't it so to be able to have this safety net you know like your organization that can help with those disasters gosh people need help in so many ways don't they cynthia they do and in the saddest thing is people don't necessarily know where to turn to when they're dealing with an emergency yeah so that's why we're trying to get the word out is there are safety net agencies around the country. There aren't that many, maybe about 25 that do uh, national cases. But yeah. also there are more and more local and regional safety net agencies cropping up. And we encourage folks to check with their local shelters because oftentimes they're the ones who are going to know about new groups cropping up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like to, I like to keep tabs on everything that's <laughs> that's happening. In particular, groups that really really help, you know, or an organization like yours, or you know, an advocacy group for this, because they're the, they're the things that we need to share with people so they know that those options are out there. Um, I can't imagine how those people are feeling in Canada. I I just can't even. 
Oh, gosh, I would just lose my tiny mind. My pets would be going anyway. I don't care. I would get, get them on the plane somehow. But um, so glad you're in a safety net for those kind of situations. Um, I want you to hang on to the line, Cynthia, because we're going to take another quick break because we're going to talk about a very fun product that you have. <laughs> and okay. you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> so hang on in there. We're going to take a quick break, listen to some words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host. I'm live from Las Vegas and we will be right back. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. They wake me up every morning. Their tails are always wagging. They're just running constantly and chasing, you know, shadows and sticks. Their coats are much better. They're very happy dogs. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I have three dogs, golden retrievers. And I make their own food, ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. It takes a few minutes every week. Before the Dynavite, they were overweight. They slept all the time. So now they jump all over me when I'm putting it in their bowls. They're crazy about this food. And their vet said that it's so much healthier for them. Go check out Rescue Dogs. They're just waiting to be loved. Get them started on this Dynavite diet, the health food for animals, and you'll see amazing results. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? <laughs> Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. <laughs> Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. I told you I'd come back. <laughs> We're listening. We're listening. You're listening to, and I am the guest, uh, listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. With me, Sam, I'm the host. I'm called the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. I do need to get myself a crown uh, to follow through on this whole uh, moniker that I have. <laughs> And uh, I'm live from Las Vegas, and uh, there's nothing more exciting than that. And I'm also at Show Creator Studios here, just minutes away from Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, the studios has now expanded to, I think, something like 10,000 square feet. And it's radio, TV, rehearsals, recording studio. You name it, it can happen in this building. It's wonderful. And make sure you check them check out at showcreatorsstudios.com. Okay, so, uh, you still with us, Cynthia? I'm here. Okay, so we've got Cynthia on the line. Cynthia is uh, the founder of uh, Harley's Hope Foundation, a safety net for pet parents, particularly those who have service animals, will find themselves in some pretty dire situations and need help. And they provide that, provided their funds are there. So we're talking about funds. Tell me about Colorado Kitty Pot. Well, Colorado Kitty Pot is our social enterprise that we started in 2014, the same year that human marijuana became legal in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But Colorado Kitty Pot is nothing more than organic catnip yeah. that we have branded and packaged to help raise funds for our programs. We mentioned earlier that the number of applications has grown, and so we needed to get creative yes. to figure out how we can bring more money in. 
And so Colorado Kitty Pod is now available in 31 states, in <laughs> 200 retail locations, and it's also available through the Kitty Pod website, and we're hoping to get into Vegas at some point. Oh, you know what? I will put you in touch with two of the best stores, well, three of the best stores in town. And Oh, yes. And uh, one of those is my sponsor, uh, Barking Dogs uh, Self-Wash and Grooming. A friend of mine, Kathy, owns a place. Up, in my eyes, the best pet store in town. Really fun. She has a big cat section, too. It's not just about the dogs. Uh, yeah. I would say Healthy Tales as well, another great store in town. And But I will send you these, these, these links. And there's one other uh, at your service pet supply. So I will send you those because they're the best stores great. in town in my eyes when it comes to buying buy great products and unusual. I mean, that is so... I just love the name. That's a big part of marketing. Is, is it exciting? Does it catch my attention? Colorado Kitty Pot. I mean... <laughs> You can't go wrong, can you? <laughs> well, it's been very good to us. We're we're very happy with the growth and the potential to grow even larger. And like we said, the the money that we raise from Colorado Kitty Pot is just going right back to fund surgeries or training or yeah. to help us house animals in need of that emergency foster care. Yeah, I, I think that's very important for any foundation is to have some kind of product to sell. Because fundraising is very difficult and that money goes like, oh, in a heartbeat. But if you have a product like the Colorado Kitty Pot that people start to recognize and you can get it into these retail locations, then I, I just think it's a great stream of money coming in. And I think a lot of a lot of foundations need to look at that. I think that's really, really important. I know lots of them want to do T-shirts and stuff, but not everybody wants a T-shirt with a rescue's name and logo on it. The, you know, I mean, I'm no, not a huge right. fan. I'm not a huge fan of wearing that kind of stuff. I mean, we do, we do um, one T-shirt that is. Well, actually, we did two that uh, that are very popular. And one of them is hashtag Foster Fail, <laughs> and and the other one is Eat Sleep Bark Repeat. <laughs> is the other one because I'm not. I don't necessarily want to wear someone else's logo and their rescue name but i'd love to support them through a great product so i definitely think colorado kitty pot and the fact that it's so in line with right right on trend (laughs) it's right on trend with like you say when the when the medical marijuana law passed it's you're right on trend i think it's very very clever how else do you raise funds cynthia well, we, we do all the typical fundraising uh, methods. We write a lot of grants. We do some individual fundraising campaigns here in Colorado. And, uh, you know, we would love to have more individual donors. But for us, having a unique product like Colorado Kitty Pot has really done the trick. And yeah. I think you're right. I think more and more charities are going to have to look at social enterprise because there are over 2 million charities in United States. Wow. That's a wow. lot of competition for funding. It is. It, it's a lot of competition. And it doesn't mean you have to have a, a huge online store stocked with a million products. Right. You can have that one signature product. And that's right. the one thing you're known for. And all your energy is going to that and marketing that. And as long as you can get that in as many places as possible, then that's the perfect product for you. It's the perfect product. Um, I know a lot of lot of rescues do have their, little on, their online stores, but it, it doesn't say that, you know, a niche is really important. And you've got a niche product there. And I, I think it's fantastic. Since we're talking about your product, are you going to be in town for Super Zoo here in Las Vegas? As a matter of fact, we are. <gasps> 
distributor, LO Pet Supply, is going to be there. And so we're going to show up and oh. be on hand to talk to people about Colorado Kitty Pot. Oh, well, you know we're going to hang out. You know that, don't you now, Cynthia? Oh, good. <laughs> We are minutes away from Mandalay Bay. We are so, the studio is so close. And by that time, my TV show will be up and running. So we'll have to bring you on and so people can see you and the kitty and the Colorado kitty pot. So that's definitely, that's definitely a date. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll definitely keep you on, on the hook for that. It's August, isn't it? Because they changed it the last couple of years. Is that correct? Oh, I think I lost Cynthia, Jim. Hello? Oh, we're still there. Okay, we're good. Yep. Um, it's August, isn't it, Super Zoo? I tend to not look past, you know, the, the one week I'm actually in. <laughs> it is. I think it begins on August 2nd and runs for three days. Yeah, you know, I, I'm so lucky I can drive 10 minutes in and boom, I'm at the actual event itself. And I, I really utilize that event to connect with people I already know and they'll reach out and say, oh, we're going to be in town. And also to connect with new people as well. Uh, my favorite spot at SuperZoo is the um, media uh, lounge. The press lounge. It's my favorite spot. I just tell people, this is where I'm going to be because this is where all the coffee and the snacks are. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> comes and meets me. And I rarely trudge around the place unless I do a quick run round about new products and that kind of thing. But yeah, we'll definitely have you uh, come on the actual TV show, which will be great. And um, I think you'll do really well. In fact, what did you say the name of the company is that you're going to be with? It's called Ello Pet Supply, E-L-L-O. Right. And uh, they are our distributors, so they're helping to get us around the country. Oh, well, you know what? Um, if you send me that information, then I'll make sure the stores that I love here in town um, get to, to get to know where they are at the, um, the uh, Super Zoo, and they can go and visit their booth as well. Because, uh, well, how fun, though. I mean, I think you have to have a little tongue-in-cheek fun sometimes with products, don't you, to get people on board? I, I think so. And we, we get uh, both reactions. We get people who absolutely get it and love it. And yeah. then we have people who look at us like we were out of our minds <laughs> to do this. <laughs> but saying that, they're using medical marijuana in treatments for pets now. Yes, they are. It's and actually, uh, Sam, I don't know if you're familiar, but catnip actually has a lot of health benefits for felines. And it can be used as a training tool to address behavioral issues. And so that's why it ties in beautifully. Oh, it does. I always say, remember, you can help an animal in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, share their information and refuse to dock their tails. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt and always be kind to all animals. I want to thank Jim, my producer for the show today. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for being the biggest part of the show every single week. And today, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. I'll see you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.